0: Why go to all the trouble of experiencing the great outdoors for yourself when you can listen to a few Northwest outdoor experts yap about it? This is the Three Rivers Marine Outdoor Line with Tom Nelson and Joey Pyburn on Seattle Sports Station. The Outdoor Line
1: is brought to you by Yamaha, Sportco Outdoor Emporium, Weldcraft
0: and Duckworth Boats, Roy Robinson RV, Kitsap Marina, Harbor Marine, Ray Marine, and Les Schwab Tires. Welcome to the Outdoor Line, Seattle Sports Station 710, the Seattle Sports app, packed house this morning. Bruce Larson, a Renaissance Group, of course, Joey Pyburn, my partner in crime, my Sitka partner in crime, and, and he's like a Sitka salmon dealer, right? You know, he's getting, <laughs> you get you friggin' hooked, and then you spring, spend every spring of your life in Sitka. Matt Nelson behind the glass. Our next guest is going to try to get you hooked, and probably do so very easily. Yeah, on, she's pretty good at it. Yeah, kayak angling. Ashley Nicole Lewis, kayaker. Is that where we're at now? Ashley, Ashley, you there?
2: That's that is what we're up to. Good morning, guys.
0: Morning,
3: Ashley. Hey, so, Ashley. So as Nellie and I keep getting bigger and bigger boats, you get smaller and smaller. And now you are. Uh, I see you spending a lot of time in a kayak, out crabbing and fishing, and basically doing everything that you can do in a big boat
2: it's really true and this has been the like passion of mine for the last two years i would say the first time that i went out actually was on the ocean i didn't really start small with it And, and again like yeah yeah you can chase anything that you can chase in a big boat but you can kind of do it like in an isolated way in a smaller boat but still with community and a lot of friends like it is one of the coolest things that i've done it's so accessible and approachable and the thing that it does that a big boat doesn't do, sorry guys, sorry Bruce, hi Bruce, uh, <laughs> is that like, so, so much it for it your Duckworth up- <laughs> sponsorship? Jeez, <laughs> Bruce, <kid>. Wow, <laughs> I love you, Bruce. And it opens up a world of fishing that you wouldn't think of out of the big boat, and that's the piece that I'm the most excited about, and that I think that maybe um, some of our listening community would be excited about if they're thinking about getting into on the watercraft.
3: Yeah, it, it kind of allows you to um, spur of the moment, right? Maybe you only have a few hours after work or something like that. You don't have time to hook up the boat or, or get out on, you know, out, out on the ocean, but you got time to throw your kayak in the back of the truck, go down to the lake, and still get some time on the water.
2: Yeah, and and you can do this on the lake. You can do this on the rivers, which people don't really think about when they think about uh, kayak angling. You can do this on the oceans. When you go camping up in the mountains and those little lakes that you ran across, you're like, oh, I really wish I had a little boat to just throw in. That's your moment to throw your kayak in. And exactly like you said, I can't tell you how many times a friend, because the kayak community is much larger than you would ever imagine, has called us a well, And, and growing I mean, rapidly. Rapidly. But, rapidly. And,
3: the, and this isn't grandpa's kayak we're talking about, right? I mean, the innovation uh, that's come along with these kayaks. Talk a little bit about how are, you, what, how are you propelling yourself nowadays in your kayak?
2: Sure. So a lot of times when people think of kayaks, they think of kind of like a little bit tippy. They think of like, how am I going to hang on to a fishing rod and this paddle? What is going on? And the kayaks that I'm using, so I use old town kayaks. And I have a couple different kayaks with them. And they're all either uh, propelled by a Minkota electric motor or a pedal drive. So it's just like riding a bike. Literally, it is just like riding a bike. So I am pedaling along. My hands are free. I can fish. And so not only is it like a hands-free fishing experience, you're not like worrying about like tipping or anything like that because these platforms are incredibly stable. But it's kind of a good workout at the same time. Like you feel very connected with what you're doing and where you're at.
0: That's a big. That's that's a great point, and that's a big key. And and I have to admit now that that we actually got a couple kayaks and 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 have been using them, but but not for fishing, just just to be out on the water and pedal a dog or just paddle a dog on kayaks. And you know we we had a couple, and and I hate to get all misty on you here but a couple magical experiences when you know we had we had some gray whales swim by the beach and we were able to paddle our kayak and get to the point where you could smell their musty stinky barnacle stench breath i mean Mm -hmm. but just to to get out on the water and have experiences like that you're completely silenced and, and 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 you know you said the word connected you do feel more connected and i have never actually i gotta admit this i've never actually hooked a fish from a kayak but dude you get pulled around i mean you'd feel the whole kayak shaking and stuff ash and i know you've you've had that experience several times
2: and connected really is the right word and so um, So I've caught a few salmon off the kayak. I've caught some sturgeon off of my kayak. And I was a little bit nervous going into those experiences because, look, we we know a thing or two about salmon up in the Northwest. They're not exactly, like, docile about it when they get hooked up. And so, you know, Chinook, they want to be underneath something. They want to hide. They want to drag you all around. I was like, what am I <laughs> getting myself into when I hook one? And it was all of those things and— there's like an equal opposite reaction from a kayak when you're getting pulled around by a sturgeon or a salmon or whatever, <laughs> and so you are staying right on top of the fish. You're with it. You feel every shake and movement from your kayak. And it's actually a bit easier than you would think. Even though it is a new experience, it's an awesome experience.
0: Ashley Nicole Lewis joining us this morning. of course, uh, Ash. Last time I saw you, you came out and filmed an episode of your uh, your TV show out there with us at CQ, and we we just had a ball with you doing that. And of course, you're uh, you work with Old Town Kayaks, and you. So you, you you started this, so let, let's finish it here. Saturday, February 18th, lots of swag giveaways at your Pacific Northwest Sportsman Show. What kind of swag are you giving away at your seminars?
2: So I will say, as you mentioned, I'm hooked up with Old Town Kayak. And uh, Outdoor America and a few other like great sponsors, so you're going to see a lot of things from those folks. So if you're coming to the seminar, you're probably going to walk away with at least a little goodie of something good, but you'll have to show up to find out. Okay, so it's going to be really fun. We're yeah, we're going to talk about like how to kayak. We're going to like do a live Q and A, and there's just going to be a lot of fun and prizes. It's not going to be super formal, pretty low stakes. It should be a good time.
0: So the other seminar you're giving, so you're giving one in the blue theater down there in Portland. The other one you're giving in a kayak pond. They so built you a pond. They built you a pond that you can. How do you give a PowerPoint from a pond?
2: You know, I told, they they found out I was coming, and they were like, we can't just give this person a screen and some chairs. We're going to get a whole lake for this person. And I was like, that's what you should do. And I want that. And I want actual fish. And yeah. Wait, like, hold, uh, wait, wait,
0: hold it. Back up the truck.
2: Oh, yeah. You heard it right.
0: There's fish. Yeah. There's fish in the pond, too.
2: Like many fish. You How do you think like so many, many fish? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I got not one. I I got five chairs and a bullhorn last night. It might no. They do they do a great job with the A B at <laughs> the boat show. But no, that's cool. So it, so it, it's obviously kind of raised up and in a tank, and you can kind of see the fish on the side. And kind of a clear tank deal, or or is it?
2: Yeah, when people come up. Yeah, when people come up to you, it. When people walk up to the seminar, they will be looking at me eye level. I'll be sitting in the kayak, shaking okay. their hands, and they're gotcha. just going to be standing next to the big pond. Yeah, gotcha. it'll okay. be fun.
0: All right, all right. Well, I, you're going to need to send me some pictures of Ashley's fish in Ashley's pond out of Ashley's kayak. You're not spoiled at all. You're you're a, you're a high maintenance kayaker, aren't you? <sighs>
2: I'm a little high maintenance. I'm here. I I do want to throw this in while I've got you guys. Okay, what do you got? I'm in California. I'm in California right now. I'm getting my PhD.
0: Yes, you are. And Tom,
2: like you've been a big part of this, and I don't think people really know that. Like fishing has been a big part of my life, but so has fishing history and academia, and people don't realize that you've been such an influential role over the last five, six years of that. You've wrote letters of recommendation for me. You've been very supportive of that. So I just want to say thank you on that level as well. Well, I got you. Yeah,
0: you, don't even, you, you don't owe me any thanks, my friend. I appreciate the segment, appreciate the interview, and appreciate your friendship. You uh, you go down and enjoy your kayak in your pond and send me some pics of that, and <laughs> let's, let's go bend a rod one of these times, kid.
2: All right. I'm coming back to the Northwest soon, and I want to
0: see you. All right, kid. We'll go. We'll, like I said, we'll jump on our big boat. Okay, because I'm not getting on the same kayak with you. No way, no how. Right. Bruce, have you forgiven her for that? For that obvious dig at big no, boats.
4: No, but but that's okay because when she's at the Portland Sportsman Show, the the gentleman who's who's replacing me as I go into that retirement mode, David Foyt, came oh, from yeah. Northwest River Supply. That's right. And not only that, David has. His fishing platform is a stand-up paddleboard with a minkota on it. Oh wow! So I want Ashley and David to connect and talk okay. about that. All
0: right. So hear that, kid. We're going to be working yeah. together in the future. Here, watch this. So <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Nicole I Lewis, it. I love it. Give her a follow on Instagram at what's your Instagram handle? Bad Ash. Bad Ash Outdoors. Bad Ash Outdoors. All right, kid. Go go break a leg. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Ashley. See you, Thanks, Ashley. Then. Take care. Talk Bye to you guys. soon. All right. Coming up next, a critically acclaimed award-winning Northwest Outdoor Report right here on the Outdoor Line. Seattle Sports Station 710 and the Seattle Sports app. The Northwest Outdoor Report is brought to you by Les Schwab Tires, taking your safety seriously for over 70 years. The boat show, the boat show, the big Seattle boat show, largest boat show on the West Coast, dropped anchor yesterday, runs through next Saturday at Lumenfield Field Event Center in downtown Seattle. You're going to find hundreds of boats on display at the Event Center. From stand-up paddle boards all the way up to 60-foot cruisers, everything in between. There's another boat show at Bell Harbor as well. We're actually going to go check out that out that this morning. Experts will be giving daily seminars on boating and fishing, and there's hundreds of vendors at the show with nearly every boating accessory imaginable. Come see the latest marine electronics, grabbing trim gear hauler, safety equipment, and the comforts for your on-board lifestyle. That's the seattleboatshow.com. Running now through, through the 11th. Get more information at seattleboatshow.com.
3: Winter Chinook opened up on Wednesday, February 1st, to flat, calm waters and flat tides and a tough bite. With little tidal flow in the morning, it was not a huge surprise that the bait was scattered, which also scattered the winter Chinook along with it. The fishery is scheduled to run seven days a week through March with a one out of adipose clipped Chinook in excess of 22 inches. We have a few more fish to work with than last year with 7,150 allowable encounters. WDFW will be closely monitoring the fishery, but with a fairly slow start, we are getting a chance for better tides, better weather, and definitely a better grade of winter Chinook.
0: Special permit, big game applications available now. Special permit deer and elk apps offer you the chance to enhance your hunting season and get in on special hunts that could get you a shot at the trophy of a lifetime. The bag limit's still one animal, but you can get your permit applications for deer, elk, mountain goat, bighorn, sheep, moose, wild turkey, and these offer fantastic quality hunting opportunities around the state. Why apply? You have opportunities to hunt outside of general seasons, increase your odds for a successful hunt, enjoy less competition with a limited number of hunters in the field. You can also accumulate points which increase your odds of being drawn over time. Hit mywdfw.com for more information. The 99th meeting of the
3: International Pacific Halibut Commission concluded its winter meetings this week, and Washington waters came through pretty well. The one-year agreement increased our quota to 1.52 million pounds, which is an increase of 30,000 pounds over last year. This is in stark contrast to much of Canada and Southeast Alaska which, which lost between 12 and 18% depending on area. The Puget Sound marine areas 5 through 10 open April 6th, 5 days a week through May, then 7 days a week through June. Don't miss My Straits Halibut How and Where Seminar at the Seattle Boat Show at noon on
0: February 10th. 3 days of Halibut Digging at Mokrok's and Copalis kicks off this weekend. The Super Bowl may not kick off, but the Razor clam fishing definitely is. WDFW shellfish managers confirmed razor clam digging reopens at mocrocs February fourth, followed by opportunities the sixth and eighth. This is in addition to Copalis opening on February fifth and sixth. It's been about nine months since we had Mokrox open for digging, so we're thrilled to have diggers return this, said Bryce Brumenthal, Coastal Shellfish Bio. We know this is another short-notice opener, but that's the unfortunate circumstance we face in reopening from a marine toxicity closure. The added bonus is offering dig opportunities on consecutive days of copelis and Mokrox. This weekend, digs will occur during the evening tide set. WDFW, excuse me, the Washington Department of Health indicates domatic, domatic acid levels at Long Beach and Twin Harbor beaches were still above health guidelines. WDFW will announce future digging opportunities when the marine Toxicity test show, it's safe to do so. The Washington Sportsman
3: Show runs through tomorrow, the 5th, at the Puyallup Fairgrounds. The show has a full lineup of seminar speakers, countless outfitters and guides, booths from your favorite manufacturers in the outdoor industry, an outdoor cooking camp, and so much more. Log on to thesportshow.com for more information about the Washington Sportsman Show. While you're at the show, hit the Washingtonians for Wildlife Conservation booth and become a member. The Northwest Outdoor Report has been brought to you by Les Schwab
0: Tires. Find the best in tires, brakes, wheels, batteries, shock struts, and more at leschwab.com. Let's go to Peregrine Lodge. Let's just go. Oh, just, let's do it. just, yeah. it's, it's a short hop up to Masset, okay? And then a helicopter ride, which is Matthew's favorite part. The helicopter ride into the lodge, so... It's the if you've never been to that magnificent Queen Charlotte Island archipelago now known now known as Haida Gwaii, it's it's simply amazing. I mean you look across Dixon entrance into southeast Alaska, and you look at the top of the cross the island, it's just a big open, flat bay which which corrals big Chinook and you just you spin big baits right off the crack of cracks of the rocks, motor mooching. It's amazing. A lot of the guides up there. They've worked at Langara. They've worked at Rivers Inlet. They've they worked, worked
3: at, at every every spot that is like the, all the places everybody wants to go
0: and, and ev- catch Big Shino. And everybody has their secret spin oh, yeah. on herring, too. And so if you want a postgraduate herring spinning course, that's worth it in and of itself. Every year when you come back, you come back with like a new little cool thing and a, a new little twist on your your whole herring. Um, we never yeah. even we never even had a target halibut. We were catching, how big was that? You got a 58-pound butt, didn't you? Wasn't it 58? I don't remember. 56? <laughs> Th- thanks, thanks for the support. <laughs> I pre- appreciate that, Mr. You're Enthusiast. You're the one who memorizes all these numbers. <laughs> <don't Yeah>. <laughs> so, make a long story short, it was 57 or 58 pounds. It was the biggest halibut in the lodge. I mean, because you can only keep them up to a certain size. We caught over 50 halibut just fishing for Chinook. Yeah, and, and when you don't have to go, you can keep on working for the Chinook and working for the Big Kings, and you're getting your halibut incidentally. I, I mean, yeah, we, we get some halibut in the freezer, man. If you want to do so, too, come join us. Chad Ellison, PeregrineLodge.com, joining us next here in the Outdoor Line. Seattle Sports Station 710, Seattle Sports app. Get in, sit down, hold on, and listen up. You're in the Renaissance Marine Group.com's wheelhouse brought to you by Wellcraft, Duckworth, and Northwest Boats. Well, for the last several years, my biggest Chinook of the year has come from this location. And uh, it's just, it's something we've been doing for a number of years. And it's a trip that Matthew and I have enjoyed. And, and uh, my, my wife, Kathy, my daughter, Sophie, we've all been up. To the Queen Charlotte Islands, and now Peregrine Lodge is is just definitely one of our favorite trips of the year. And here to tell us all about it now is an old friend coming to a fairly new place. Chad Aussie Ellison. Good morning to this sh- and welcome to the show. What's up, Chad? Morning, Chad. Good morning,
5: Tom. How you doing?
0: I just I can't wait, dude. I can't wait to get up there. You've. uh this is an area of which you're intimately familiar. We got to work together and fish the west side a number of years. How many? How many seasons do you have uh, under your belt, monkeying in and around the uh, the the or Queen Charlotte Islands?
5: Oh man, like I would say, out of the thirty or more seasons, probably a good ten um, in that area. And it's just it's one of the most amazing places on earth to fish. Literally, it's phenomenal.
0: And when we started, first started working together, um, working out of the floating lodges, and now this is a land-based lodge that's just—it's it, so much more comfortable. And there's deer walking on the grounds, and 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 I mean, the whole time you're you're fishing out of the advantage. I would say to to out of Naden Harbor is the fact that we have overall calmer waters. Sometimes the west side of uh, of of Haida Gwaii, man, you could you could really get whacked up from those from those southerlies.
5: It can get big. It can get hairy. uh, No doubt about it. And and that's the beauty of Naden. It it is a harbor. And and when you head out of Naden, you've got so many protected spots as well to fish if you have to. But, you know, it's such a prolific area that that it really doesn't matter where you fish. And and being land-based as well, you know, you're, you're not stuck with just going out on a boat from a, a floating lodge. You know, we have fly fishing in the local rivers. We have all kinds of scenic areas to visit Armland. land, um, you know if you if you don't want to fish you can even pitch a couple of golf balls around so it's don't don't say
0: that don't say that with really Matthew. That. St- matthew's in the control room dude. hold
4: on you don't you have you, to fish no wait see, <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, but you're, chad you're not helpful dude i mean come on you know so no I, i'm just I'm sorry well you, you remember he we'd go out in the morning right and then he'd kind of sometimes do the lunchtime shift right sometimes, so, well, yeah, sometimes.
5: <laughs> every time Thank you, that was. why wouldn't you you know that's the beauty of it Nobody, nobody is forcing you to do anything. Don't. Again. Yes, you know? we I don't are. Know if that's true. <laughs> this is
0: the forced fishing death march with the kid. You know this. This is there's, it's Matt, you're
5: in trouble. Yeah. You're in trouble, buddy. <laughs> yeah, plans are going to change. You're so, in the boat.
0: Yeah, there we go. Uh, no doubt about it. And what? so, okay, when somebody says the Queen Charlotte Islands is in the middle of the Salmon Highway, what are they referring to, Chad Ellison? Well,
5: the Queen Charlottes or Haida Gwaii is, is this really special group of islands uh, just off the north coast of BC, on the southern end of Alaska, and, and basically, it's the first pass that the fish go by once they come out of the Bering Sea, once they come out of those Alaskan waters heading south on their migratory route. So, all of those fish are, are heading down to you know, Vancouver, or, or British Columbia, and, and then Washington and Oregon, and all the way down to California. So, Basically, we get to intercept the bulk of salmon runs heading down that west coast, which is spectacular. It just gives you so many options, so many different runs of fish, um, and, and you never know what you're going to hit. You know, there, there are just so many fish and, and such a great variety of size there as well. Uh, so we're right in the thick of it, which makes things even better.
0: Some of the largest stocks remaining of, of, of Chinook salmon here in, on the West Coast are coming back to rivers Inlet, coming back to the Skeena drainage and several others. And and in my mind, Peregrine Lodge has a bigger crack, a better crack at these than than we had out on the West Coast, Chad. It's just some of these 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 fish they 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 encounter the rocky structure just outside the lodge. And so, whereas on the west side, we were kind of a downrigger fishery, this is more in my mind of a motor mooch fishery where you're spinning large baits with your rod tips just off the kelp, fishing the cracks of the rocks and and uh some of the strikes that that's you know oh. and, i it, yeah it's 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 difficult to describe.
5: It is, and it's, you know, obviously you've got your offshore fishing like we've done in the past very successfully where you, where you are fishing deep and out on structure offshore, but the actual structure fishing inshore is is super exciting because you can be in 20 or 30 feet of water at times, and, and if you're out there first thing in the morning and, and you're dragging your, your baits or your spoons or whatever you're using at, at 10, 12 feet, you know, it's not un- uncommon to see these big... Chinook salmon come out of the kelp or out of that structure and, and hit you while you're watching.
0: That's a great you know, point.
5: Um, you know, and that's that's the silly thing. It's 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 so much more intense because you're in tight tight grounds. You're in close to the rocks. You're working in the kelp, and and quite often you can just see these fish, and it's it's spectacular. It's really hot pounding fishing. So it's our amazing.
0: our dear friend Lisa Killick and her son got a fifty four pounder on a four ounce sinker four strips behind the kicker. All right. Oh. And they oh, yeah. actually, as you indicated, they saw that fish come out of the kelp. And and, mm-hmm. go, and and it's, you know, the 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 guide said, look, he says I strip it out until I can barely just not see the flash of the herring turning. And that's all the deeper that went. And it's right, you know, literally right underneath the bubble trail of
5: the kicker. And so and it, awesome.
0: well, it's just I don't know where else you can experience that
5: kind of stuff, Be- because you can't. and it's it's not just the one fish that comes out. Quite often, you'll have two or three <laughs> fish come out, and then you're really in trouble. So uh, you know, it's it's just so exciting whether you're dragging it, that cut plug and getting that little flash and and, and whatever, or dragging a spoon. You know, watching these things come out and just annihilate you is—if if it doesn't get your heart pumping, you know—you you should no, obviously nothing match. Does. Yeah, you, that's exactly right. Ball? I don't know, you know. And
0: and and the the funny thing is, is there's there's only one other location up there that boats come out of. So most of the boats you see are people that are from your lodge, mm-hmm. and so the the information exchange. One of the and, and it indicated this Chad coming into the trip is I always loved coming up to West coast and fishing with you and learning some of the twists and some of the things. And we talk about it ahead of time. And you said, listen, Nellie, I need you to bring me this spoon. I need you to bring me that. And I try to bring gear up there. And I think one time we even left a couple of Tannicum electrics up there because the, we, we just got spoiled on using those. But, but <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking forward to the same kind of thing when I head up there and being able to kind of swap some information with you, but the rest of the staff of the guides. Okay. The guys that we worked with before, the west coast were were excellent i'm not sure i have an adjective for the sticks that are fishing out of peregrine these guys have worked at rivers inlet these guys have worked at langara they have everybody has their own signature spin on the cut plug and they specialize in the weighted rod the staff of guides that you guys have assembled at peregrine i, I don't know where you found these guys they're amazing
5: there's absolutely nothing one-dimensional about our staff which is, is beautiful you've got so much experience and so much varied experience that you know, even at the end of the day, when the guides get together, all they're doing is sharing stories and yeah. sharing what they're doing. So you know, you don't just have one guy that does this, one guy that does that. They're all drawing off each other, and, and they're all sharing the day's events and and just all growing their knowledge themselves, right? So uh, it's it's really tough to beat that.
3: That's I, what that's what you get with you a, do. a very well-run lodge. Mm-hmm. It, it sucks in all the best talent, and it tells you that the lodges run properly because those guys want to be there. They could be anywhere. They could work, they could anywhere, work anywhere they want. That's 100%. Okay? And as a guide uh, way back, I I know how it works. When you get to a certain level and you can go anywhere you want, you go to the best place, and yeah. it, and it's not just necessarily the best fishing. It's also the best like run best. lodge yes. because you want to work for people who understand yeah. what what you want to do as
0: a as a guy, and that's what Georgia Hughesby and, and and Lisa Killick have, have have built here. There's no question about it. And and yes, I did get kicked out of the guides bunkhouse after a couple of yeah. Did rods. Nelly try to sleep? I was well, I, I, would, I was bunkhouse? I was hanging out and getting some stories and getting some inside uh-huh. intel, and I'd. Was a
5: I, no, no. no, no, no. I heard you were <laughs> going through God's tackle box. Yeah, <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs>
4: that
0: would sound like I, him. I won't deny that. <laughs> he came back with he came back with all kinds of little did, cool dude. new goodies. The round sinkers yeah. and everything else. I stuffed my pockets. There's no question about it. He's Chad Ellison, a good buddy. I can't wait to see you up there. PeregrineLodge.com. Come join us on the Outdoor Line Listener Trip Adventure, June 18th through 21. Chad, keep in touch, my friend, and give me the tackle list. We'll we'll be we'll be filling your prescription from anything you need down here, buddy.
5: Definitely. Sounds fantastic, Tom and, and Matt, and thanks so much. And just, you know, it's Father's Day.
0: It is Father's Day.
5: Y- you know, these are, these are the moments, right? So uh, get up there, enjoy it. It's always a great trip, and we look forward to seeing you guys and everyone else.
0: Thank you much, Chad. com. we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Appreciate thanks, it. Chad. Take care. All right, man. Coming up next, the hottest report I heard all week and the techniques you need to succeed. It's Ro Robinson RVs, Really? Where? And it's next here in the Outdoor Line. Seattle Sports Station 710, Seattle Sports app. No way. You gotta be
1: kidding me. Really? Where? Yeah, it's coming back. From the island is 10 in the Where'd you get him, man? No way. You, you, you gotta tell me. I, I, I'm not gonna tell anybody. Ocean red. Fall? Hey, man, can you tell me where you got him?
4: I'll never put on a life jacket again.
1: Welcome to RoyRobinsonRV.com's
5: Really?
0: Where? Where? RoyRobinsonRV.com will take you anywhere. Really? Time to step up to the number one baker dealer in the Pacific Northwest, the all-new Roy Robinson RV Center at Smoky Point. You're going to find a complete line. Oh, Class A's, Class B's, Super C's, travel trailers, fifth wheelers, toy pop-ups, campers, and so much more. Sell or consign your RV ahead of next week's RV show in the Lumen Field Events Center. Ro Robinson com. The boat show. The boat show's the biggest deal. Well, with the weather today... The boat show. The boat show would probably be yep. the better choice,
3: right? Yeah, for sure. So, Like we said... Wait till the boat
0: show is over before you fish. (laughs) Stop fishing. Yeah, stop Stop, fishing. Stop fishing now. Stop it. The boat show is over. Quit it. Knock it off and stop it. Because, you know, but if you do come down to the boat show today, you can see Joel Martin's first lifetime career appearance at the scale. You going to hang out with us a little bit today? Quite possibly. <laughs>
3: was,
1: boy, he had, boy to he, was,
0: he had to think about just, that one. Okay. That's, wow. That's, possibly. That's like that's <laughs> like a cut plug herring that just kind of got the tail nipped a little bit. That yeah, wasn't a complete Taliban strike just or a, nothing. This a strike. All right. So, let's say somebody wants to come up and have a self guided experience, and they know how to run their own boat, but the opportunity's down here, you know, they kind of want to extend their season. They can come up to Sitkin May. They can come up to Sitkin June. Two hour flight from here. Two-hour flight, that's it. And And catch
1: every species you want after May 16th.
0: Every day. Every day.
1: Pink cod, rockfish, halibut, salmon. We even get a few sablefish.
0: Stop it. No. We're not fishing for black cod. We're not doing it. Quit it.
1: It's it's endless what (laughs) people can do with the rental boats. There's people that just want to go look at the whales. Yeah. And, you know, you guys have seen some... Amazing uh, cr- critters up there, uh, killer whales chasing sea lions up into the rocks yep. and everything. So everybody gets <laughs> Got the full slow, experience. Had on to this. slow down to let a
0: grizzly bear swim in front of the boat.
1: <laughs> even get yeah, you get
3: yeah. you get the full experience, and, and, it, and it's uh, like it's a turnkey operation. And like is. you said, it's two hours yeah. from Seattle, right yeah. off the plane. Yeah. You're off the you're yep. off the plane. It's you drive about. Three minutes.
0: It's not five minutes from the airport. No. I mean, there's 14 it's miles of road. It Dump is. your stuff in the hotel,
3: and you can be on the boat and fishing. And one thing I've noticed, I've been up there for two years now, is once guys come once, they come back. Because it's just, why wouldn't you? It's like, you know, and, and like you said, most of these guys have their own boats. Yeah. they They fish down here. They fish in Oregon. They fish in California. But, you know— like Tom and I talk about it's a great way to jump start your season. Go to Sitka in May or June and get all tuned up and then you're back down here well, you and you have your some, whole season ahead of you.
0: You get some fish in the freezer, it takes the pressure off. You know, and then you, the folks you take, you know, down here, you they you know, they they'll they'll take more fish home too, you know. So and and you know, Bruce, how many years have you been coming up
4: there now? Uh, this will be the f- fourth, I think?
0: No, more than uh, that. Something like yeah, Well, you're, the hooked. Fourth, the fourth, you're hooked. Dude, this is the fourth year we've had the Seabees. Okay, here. so it's... Seven it's, or eight, yeah. probably.
4: But the other the other thing what Joel does well is it's not just the guys that have got their boats down here. It's the people that want that experience yeah. and gee, I don't know. Because he does a great job in terms of that orientation session. You got the electronics all set up for him. You know, you got the routes, the points to go, all that sort of thing. So mm. you you really make it easy for someone to... Get that that good personal experience in the in Alaskan waters.
0: One one of my favorite parts of the day is walking by Joel's office in my room, and here's you're going over the charts with the guys every morning. Here's what they caught yesterday. Here's what you need to
1: do today. That's what we do. I want everybody to catch fish. Yeah. And the boats that don't even have to have marks on them to catch halibut. Yeah. It sometimes confuses people. Right. Because they were there three weeks ago and caught fish, doesn't mean they're there today. Right. But it's a general area, and once you learn the structure, and once people download Navionics on their phone and get the shade relief on there and study those maps before they come to Alaska and get on the forums and bug Tom Nelson and Joey of how to do it, and it it it's it's. It's a really easy thing to go catch fish, and there's I and there's the guys no, to fill a fifty-pound box a day on yeah, the boat. Yeah,
0: and and there's no secrets. I mean, we're all up there to enjoy this wonderful place, and we're we're all up there. To We've learn. got twelve
1: I mean, boats. Everybody shares information yep, every day. Every day, and it's always this big excitement when everybody pulls in with all these halibut, and then they see Tom come in with a big pile, and they're like, oh man, where'd you go? And
0: yeah, it's it's, and, it's, it's well, it's, and and you know one one thing I've I've learned too is is just. Sharing the gear with people, too, is like I bring up more gear than I'll ever, you know, use or need or whatever. And to just be able to share that with somebody. And then you give somebody a piece of gear and they go out and catch a fish on it. And the look they have in their face and they go back. You
3: have a friend for life. dude. Yeah. But but I like I love going down and having breakfast and just talking to Joel's clients, you know, and and uh, they always have some questions about where we're, you know, where are you catching salmon? Well, okay, we're, we're over here. This, this has been good. I heard this from one of the other charter boats. Um, what are you catching them on? And then I like running down, and we always have all these rigs tied up, and I can grab different spoons or whatever we're using and take it up and share with those guys. And then, like you said, Tom, they go out and catch fish, and then you just you, you gained a friend for and, life. And wrecked them. Interact yeah, and plunged. usually what
1: happens is guys rent one boat the first year, <laughs> yeah. and the next year it's six or seven boats. Having said that, or I do have multiple times, yes, exactly. I do have some availability. Uh, you get these big groups of guys that want to yeah. go gangbusters, and then when it comes down to the wire, when I have one less boat, so I do have some availability for the prime king season, I have some availability for some prime coho times. um, and we run through September. So if you're looking to do a trip even with just the family and bring your wife up, sometimes they don't go out on the boat every day because maybe get green or whatever. but Or they want to go to the raptor center and check out the bear – the raptor center and see the eagles and go to the What is it? The, 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 the Fortress
0: of the Bear? Fortress
1: of the Bear. Well, tell us about that. It's a, a bear sanctuary that somebody created to uh, protect those bears. That, like say there was the, – it started from a, a – a sow in Angoon who was shot and she had a pile of cubs and the two cubs came to Sitka and a uh, Les Kinnear started this foundation and uh, created this sanctuary for bears that were probably never going to be able to go back into the wild because they'd been habitu- habituated by garbage and dumps. And it's uh, it's a good way of giving people education for uh, the brown bears and there's even black bears out there, and um, it's it's a great, it's, great it's, attraction. If you're in great secure, why yeah. not go? See bears. I mean, I
3: mean, some people will never see a brown bear in the wild, and yeah. you can go and, and check them out, and they're 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 cool to see.
0: Yeah. They, they will give you a all new respect for our predators. I tell you that, man. Fishbaranoff.com. F i s h b a r a n o f. Dot com, fishbaranoff.com So when somebody goes to fishbaranoff.com how do they get a hold of you? How do they find out availability? How do they get the trip? How do the hotel and boat packages work? Most. Should I ask you another question? Should I work yeah. another? another? They say never ask a double-barrel question. That was like a Gatling gun question.
1: Yeah, that so. was a fully automatic You're, you're welcome. That's you're a no lot to, right, com- to comprehend. Right hey, now. Joel,
0: what's your website?
1: That's it's perfect. fishbaranoff.com, <laughs> and you can email me at fishbaranoff at com, okay. or you can call me directly on my phone line anytime or send me a text at 907-738-9090, and we'll try to get you a, a trip set up.
3: And and if, and if you want to see and kind of what what the whole program is like, you can check out Angler West TV on YouTube. Uh, I think oh, they yeah. I think Austin Moser <laughs> was up there and and did an episode. And you, so you know you, you can. Northwest out. Outdoor Report did it, a show last first,
0: year. Yeah. And, and and I've seen it, The first scene you're going to see is is Joel Martin in the office going over charts. You, it is, <laughs> yeah, it is. And then and then Joel's deal is when you get a big butt and you get it up, pull-out on the dock, Joel is on top of the biggest butt on the dock, and, and he, he just disassembles. Uh, it's he, my not, favorite part of the day to okay. see people come so in with... It's like somebody rolling into camp trying, with a six-point so bull elk. So these poor guys are trying to interview Joel, and he's just all in this halibut, dude. And he's peeling these big fillets, and he keeps asking him questions. You won't even look at the camera. You're just peeling this halibut, man. It's my favorite part of the day. It's like
1: when somebody rolls into camp with a big <laughs> bull elk. It's the same thing to me. Dismantled. And it's my favorite yeah. part. And it's, me and Gene... And my crew work really hard to make sure everybody is, has a blast.
0: Is Je- she, Jeannie Jeanerson coming back this she year? She
1: is coming back. Good, There's she's good in kid. Canada skiing at the moment. Nice kid, and yeah. uh, she's 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 a great addition to the business, and everybody just loves her. And she's got charter experience, yeah. and. She she's knows charter,
0: how to fish. She's Jean the Charter Chick. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the um, creator of the halibut flower. Yes. That Austin, that we stole from her and Austin Moser stole from us. It was just, that was horrible. <laughs> the, the fish star, the halibut star deal. That was that was actually Jean's deal. So, but which we which we love absolutely. So and and she you know she helps she helps process fish. She helps around the dock. I mean, she's, she's probably a better halibut
1: flare than they am. I am.
0: Man, did, I am. She yeah. She's a she is just an she's absolute dock really dock doc weapon. Yeah, yeah, no question about it. We got to get her in a boat this year too for for sure. Um, so and and again, we do, We what I love is talking people into a trip when we have some certainty. And now since your National Pacific Halibut Commission concluded their meetings, we have certainty with regard to our halibut regs. Correct. And the advantage to being a self-guided angler for halibut in southeast Alaska in 2023 is what, Joel Martin? See, that was just one question. A two halibut of any size per day. Whereas if you're a charter angler, you get one under 40 inches. So this allows you to bring the aforementioned big butt on the dock. And eat halibut, which yeah. which is good for you. It is and, good for you. And really, and, really yummy. And they will Fun. fill
3: up a fish box quick.
0: What? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and
1: even if they're chickens. Oh, yeah. It, it, they're great eating, and it, they fill up boxes quick, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's not all about the big trophies.
0: It's- so now, the, the the call to action, the reason to get on this now is the hotel that we've stayed at in the past is, is not going to have as much room availability. And so we've got to kind of scramble for room. So if you want... To get on this. This is something you got to act on. Get on
1: it. Get on now. We yeah. have a very big shortage of rooms in town this year. And I even called everybody in October and was like, get your rooms now because there's going to be a shortage. And I'm glad everybody did because I'm able to fulfill everybody's dreams of coming back to Alaska this yeah. year. And we, I do happen to have, if you're trying to book a trip and you can't find housing, I have a secret bank of rooms so I can help you with your accommodations. I have people that I use for car dude, rental. We have dude. processing. We have everything that we can get for you.
0: I don't know that I'd refer to sleeping bags on the floor of the P bar as a room.
1: Well, they're sleeping in your boat. <laughs> I got caught. <cots>. We're going to put them on the dock, and we're going to put a tent we're, up, we're and gonna, we're going to have a party.
4: Well, but, Joel, you got to remember, if it's the Seattle fire crew, yeah, they go swimming off the oh, back they of they that just, boat. Oh, my goodness, oh. Dude.
0: Is this Is this where I need to rat on my firefighter brothers <laughs> and, and, and talk about the time that the, the, the captain of the Marine Rescue Response Team, the Marine Emergency Response Team, had to be rescued off the back of my boat? Oh, it, of a, it, there,
1: it was more than one, that was James. That was James. And,
0: that was James and, and pickle juice, dude. I'm telling you again. It, it was, was
1: just, it was and yeah. it, the next morning it was funny to reminisce how many sunglasses and cell phones fell in the water. <laughs> that was
0: that was but, that um, was my on location retirement party from there. Yeah, it was yeah. The whole <laughs> the whole platoon got wiped out. I can tell you that. It was just a tragedy. It was a slow morning the next day yeah. in the office. <laughs> well, yeah. And that's where we're going to leave that story right there. <laughs> Bruce Larson are are uh, you going to hang out in the Three Rivers booth? You're going to be where else?
4: I'll be back and forth between Three Rivers booth and the okay. the Master Marine, and a little bit into Puget Marina as well. So, okay. going to be around there all day today.
0: And uh, Joey, you're going to take the pre-show in at uh, at Bell Harbor Marina this morning. Yep. And then, uh, and then, where where, where are we going to find you?
1: You yeah, actually, I'm thinking about going down to the Puyallup show and checking it out. Okay. Got a lot of friends down there. I'd like to visit. And, we do. Uh, Go see everybody, and haven't been there since pre since COVID. Oh, oh my goodness! Yeah,
0: twenty sure.
3: twenty. So I just want to mention if you are down at the Seattle Boat Show, uh, Outdoor Emporium. I popped in the, there yesterday. They got a ton of stuff on sale. Uh, pretty much everything is discounted. Uh, they got a bunch of Hobie kayaks. Back to the kayaks. Uh, great deals. Like yeah. they're blowing out a bunch of last year's models. Um, go talk to Brad Hole down there. And he'll get hooked up.
0: And Outdoor Porium has the full line of BOMAC gear, okay? S M I shrimp all, pot, crab pot, the crab all coiler the stuff is the on the ceilings, right the whole bit, yeah. So yep. so so come check it out. Um it, it's it you know Outdoor Prime does a great job in there, just right there in the North Hall. So go check that out. We'll be hanging out in the Three Rivers Marine booth um, in, in the first part of the morning. And then um, my next seminars are going to be during the week. But there's a full line of seminars at the Seattle Boat Show. So check them out at seattleboatshow.com. Jump on m- jump jump on fishbaranoff.com. If you want to go to Southeast Alaska, go to PeregrineLodge.com and join us on the Listener Trip Adventure. If you missed any of the show, jump on mynorthwest.com. Hit the, hit the app at uh, Seattle Sports app as, as well. Um, give us, give Joey a follow on social media, at Pyburn at Fish Baranoff right? Yes. At the Outdoor Line on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Uh, for Matt Nelson, behind the glass for Joel Martin of FishBaranoff.com For Bruce Larson of Renaissance Marine Group, Joey Pyburn of Raise Baits. I'm Tom Nelson. Thanks for listening to the Outdoor Line on Seattle Sports Station 710 and the Seattle Sports app.